Welcome back to the nationally syndicated Price of Business Show. I'm your host, Kevin Price, talking to you about you and your business. Always delighted to have on the program Ruth King. She is a longtime regular, a show favorite, a personal favorite. And uh, I, I tell you, she's one of these people that always make me feel smarter. I'm not sure if I am. I don't want to be tested afterwards because uh, I always get a lot of information. I have to absorb whatever she's on. But I always feel smarter after I'm done. And I think one of the main reasons why is that not only what she shares is important, it is very accessible. She does a phenomenal job of making comp often complicated concepts. And today's going to be a little complicated accessible to uh, the listener, and uh, she really knows how to roll up, roll up her sleeves when it comes to talking about the uh, challenges facing business owners. Uh, she's a critically acclaimed author, internationally known author. Her books are among my favorite because they're meant to really help your business and not uh, promote her ego like so many of the books that are out there. And uh, just really, a, a, and she's involved in, in video training as well, uh, consulting as well. You wear a lot of hats. You're kind of ADD like I am, Ruth. Yeah, I do a lot. I mean, but the whole goal is to help business owners get and stay profitable, build wealth, and achieve the goals you want to achieve, and hopefully along the line give back. Um, and everything yes. I do is is really focused on that. Yes, and this is true. By the way, her best website she has several. I call what I call Ruth King Central is RuthKing.info. Make sure you check that out. That's Ruth King. Dot info. It is her central location for all she does, and I want to encourage you to check it out. Okay, interesting topic today, and I, I want the listener to really tune in because I think it's important, uh, particularly those either in business or aspiring to be in business. What is your net profit per unit of revenue? And uh, this is, uh, you know, this is a very interesting. On the surface, it's like, oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> but when you when you think about it and you read it, and I know when you articulate it, it's going to be, oh, I do need to think this way. So set the stage yeah. for us. Okay. Most of us just look at revenue or we look at, you know, we, how much did we generate this, today, this month or this week or today or whatever else it is. But you have to really dig deeper than that. What is the thing that generates revenue? So, for example – um, if you're in a car wash, and we're going to use a car wash example, um, each car produces revenue, right? It's not just all the cars that went through. It's each car, the unit of revenue is cars. For a membership gym, the unit of revenue is how much revenue per member do we get? If it is a restaurant, it's how much per plate of food do we you know, serve. It might be a bar and how many, you know, how many, how many drinks, you know, the revenue per drink, it, you know, and it might be for somebody who's a service company, the revenue per hour bill. So it's really not just revenue. It's what do you do that generates the revenue? And, and that's really and truly what you have to maximize. So for example, let me just take the car wash. You know, we may have you know, you, your price per car might be $30, you know, per month or whatever else it is. And you average how many times they go through the car wash. And let's say they go through the car wash once a week and they're paying $30 a month. So that is $7.50 per, per car revenue every time they go through the car wash. All right. Terrific. We know that we want to maximize that amount of revenue. 
how do we do it? Do we offer them additional services for that car? Because you already have the car coming through, you know, they can do extra waxing or whatever else it is. And you look at it not only just in total revenue, you look at it revenue per unit that generates the revenue. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, so, and I, I don't think a lot of – I don't think – let's put it this way. I don't think most business people uh, look at it this way, to be perfectly honest with you. People are pretty obsessed no, with we, revenue. Yeah. I mean, it, and it's really revenue per whatever it is. I mean, how many customers did you serve plates to? How many drinks did you serve at the bar last night? How many billable hours did you have with respect to a heating and air or a lawn care company or an electrical company or, or something like that? You know, how many cars went to your car wash? How many people came through your gym? I mean, you need to know for everybody who walks in your door or, you know, for every product that you, that you create, what is that unit of revenue? And, and that starts it because once you know yeah. the unit of revenue – you can then say, okay, what's the overhead cost per unit of revenue? And I'm going to go back to the car again. So let's assume mm-hmm. that we had 25,000 cars that went through the car wash, and the overhead for the, that particular car wash was $100,000. So we take 25, you know, 100,000 divided by 25,000, and that gives us $4 per car. So our overhead is $4 a car, which means that if we're only getting $7.50 in revenue, we still have some direct costs of like, you know, water and all that sort of fun stuff. And the guys who are manning the, the car wash, is that enough revenue to make a net profit per car? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I'm thinking it's going to be pretty darn close. He might find himself yeah. doing a volunteer organization. <laughs> He's not careful. <laughs> <laughs> Free car washes. <laughs> well, it it might be, and that's why a lot of car washes go out of business. They don't think about it this way. This is why a lot of restaurants go out of business is they don't think about it this way. You know, if your overhead for your restaurant is, um, you know, it's it's ten thousand dollars a month. I don't know what it is. I mean, it, let's just take the ten thousand dollars a month, and you serve, you know, a thousand plates. That's ten dollars of overhead per plate. 10,000 divided by 1,000 is 10. So you know your mm-hmm. overhead is $10,000 per plate of food served. Now, it's probably going to be higher right. than that, but you know we're taking this example and things that you can listen to and, and kind of see in, in your head. But that's what you have to do based on your overhead and based on your revenue and how many units you actually generate per month. Divide that into your overhead per month, and that's your overhead cost per unit of revenue. And then you can get your mm-hmm. net profit per unit of revenue. You know, in the example I gave initially, you know, $7.50 and $4 of overhead, it's going to be break even because yeah. we have direct If you're lucky. Yeah. If you're lucky. Yeah, if you're lucky. This is why. Yeah. This is fascinating, frankly, particularly restaurants. Uh, I think it's very, even more common. It is common in car washes, no, no question. I think even more common with restaurants. People get this nifty idea, this notion they're a good cook in a specific area, but – Bottom line, Ruth, they don't know anything about business. And <laughs> but they figured out somehow they finagled the ability to open a little restaurant and got the thing going. And, of course, the food was great. And in no time, people are waiting to sit down. 
because the food is so good, and then somehow, mysteriously, it's going out of business in six months to a year. And, uh, and, and at the end of that year, we ended up having a net deficit. And it's because yeah, I've seen this all the time. I won't say all the time, but I've seen it frequently over the years where it's like, wait a minute, this place is always packed. Why are they going out of business? Well, you just basically explain why. Yeah, because their revenue per plate was maybe 20 bucks, and their cost per plate was $21. It's easy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's fascinating. Yeah, what, what's the old saying, hope springs eternal? Apparently, particularly around businesses. <laughs> businesses are very romantic. Business owners are very romantic, and uh, that can lead to all kinds of trouble. Now, a lot of, you know, a lot of people are going to hear this and go, okay, so great. You, you know, you're showing where we're coming up short, but you know, a lot of people don't even know what's an, an appropriate amount of a percentage of revenue that should be net profit. Talk a little bit about that. I guess it depends well, on the business, obviously. It, it totally, depends on the business. It totally, yeah, it totally depends upon the business and your net profit per unit of revenue. I mean, let's assume you're making screws. You know, I mean, those things are what, a penny maybe? So your net profit per screw is going to be like 0.006 cents, you know, that type of thing. But you also could be in a business where your net profit could be $100 an hour or $200 an hour or whatever else it is. It really depends upon whether it's product, whether it's service, and what the revenue actually is. The key to really doing this is making sure that, number one, the net profit is per unit of revenue is positive. And if you look at it and you go, okay, is that enough? And if it's not and it's not profitable enough for you, figure out how to make it more profitable either by decreasing your overhead costs per unit of revenue or potentially increasing your price to, to a net profit that you want to generate. So, there, I mean, there's no magic net profit number. It really is do the calculation, see where it is, and see whether you like the answer or not. Mm-hmm. Talk about, uh, you know, what to do with the various scenarios. Profit is increasing, the net profit. And the key word there is net. Uh, Net profit is increasing. The net profit is decreasing. You know, in the time we have left, talk a little bit. uh, The profit is inconsistent. What should be the response be based on those three scenarios, the three most common scenarios? Yeah, I mean, if your profit is increasing, great. Make sure that you have all of your costs in there because a lot of times profits will increase because you don't have your costs of producing that widget or providing that service in there and they're in the following month so if you see one month where your profits are increasing and the next month where your profits are decreasing neither month is probably right because in the months where the profit is increasing you don't have your cost in there and where the profit is decreasing the following month you have more cost than revenue in there so it's 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 really interesting to make sure that your revenue matches your cost for producing that revenue and then you, if your profit's increasing, terrific, then you're doing fine. Um, if it's not where you don't have revenue matching costs of producing that revenue, then one month's going to be great, the next month's going to be really bad, and the next month may be great, and the next month might be really bad. But, you know, that's why you just want to make sure that you match revenues and expenses. Then you can know and feel good if profit is increasing. You know that it's decent. Um, if profit is staying increasing you might have different products also some who produce more net profit per revenue unit of revenue than others do and that might be causing your products 
um, net profit totally to be increasing, or in a month where it's lower, you might be producing more of the lower net profit products than the higher net profit products. So, I mean, you can look at it that way too. It's one of those two things. Yes, this is really important. It reminds me the importance of figuring out exactly what you sell. And I know that sounds ridiculous. I mean, surely you know, right? But do you know it from an economics perspective? You know, I remember in yeah. economics class, they talked about the average profit for a grocery store is uh, a half a percent. Uh, now, this was quite a while ago, I, since I was an undergraduate. <laughs> but, but, you know, I checked later, and it's still pretty close. They're, they're in, and in some ways, the pressure is even harder on these companies because of all the, major, the big players that are out there. Half percent, and you go, there's no way they can survive on that. Yet it can because of the velocity and volume of business. That's a huge factor. Right. You mentioned screws. Well, they're not selling just one screw. They're th selling, you know, 100 screws. You know, so uh, there's a volume involved. And so you've got to know what you're doing. You can't exaggerate uh, the value uh, based on the velocity, how quickly it goes. Uh, but you don't want to underestimate it either. either. You've got to become really familiar from an economic perspective with what you sell. Yep, absolutely, and know your cost. Both yeah, overhead and know and your cost. Absolutely. Ruth King, okay, again, I feel smarter. Uh, I don't want to test, but I feel smarter. Uh, Ruth King, one of my favorite people to talk to, RuthKing.info. She is my go-to person for all things when it comes to really uh, business 101. I think about you so often, it would blow your mind, uh, particularly when I watch uh, TV. I watch a lot of you know, news stories. I watch shows. Uh, like Shark Tank, I get, a, I get a kick out of Shark Tank. I enjoy it. I've interviewed, I think, about a, half of the sharks uh, over the years. And I, I sit there and I watch that. And, and when, when you're doing your pitch to get shark support, you're like whispering in my ear, this is why they're not going to get it. Because they're doing so many things wrong. And it's stuff that I've learned, frankly, listening to you. And I'm pretty well versed when it comes to economics. So I'm a routine fan. Always love talking to you. Routine.info. Final thoughts with about a minute and a half left. All right. Be very careful. It's not only gross revenue. It's gross revenue per unit sold. Whatever your unit sold is it, whether it's a, a gym membership, a plate of food, a drink, a car, a, you know, whatever it is, an hour, a billable hour that we sell through lawn care or whatever else it is, you need to know not only gross revenues, but you also need to know what it is per unit that you actually sell. And then you can really look at your overhead cost well. You can then decide whether the net profit is what you want it to be. Remember, it's sales minus your direct cost for producing that unit of, of revenue. Take out your overhead per unit of revenue, and that gives you your net profit per unit of revenue. And if you don't like it, figure out either to decrease the overhead per unit of revenue or see whether you can increase the you know, price per revenue. Yes, That's what I would do. Yes. Yeah, this is phenomenal. I encourage you to uh, learn more about what she does over at RuthKing.info. Ruth, already looking forward to your next visit. Thanks so much for being with us. My pleasure. Thank you, and I hope I helped. No, oh, you always do. I am Kevin Price. This is the nationally syndicated Price of Business Show. Stay tuned for more after this.